The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. This is Denise Salcedo with the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, and this is the Saturday edition of the Busted Open podcast. On today's show, we'll discuss some of the big moments from Friday Night SmackDown and AEW Rampage. We saw Bray's return to the Firefly Funhouse, plus the Kevin Owens-Roman Reigns contract signing did not go as planned for the Tribal Chief. We discussed just how great the storytelling has been in the latest feud, and we'll get into AEW's latest rising star. What does the future hold for? Action Andretti. And I got to say, I thought this week's episode of SmackDown was really spot on. Uh, Mark, how did you feel overall once we get into the deep? We'll get into the details and everything. But how'd you feel overall about SmackDown? Man, I thought it was a good show. Um, the The whole drama of Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, to be able to the return of the Firefly Funhouse and, you know, the interactions between Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy and, like, there's there's moving parts now with with that saga uh, and that storyline. And, I, I mean, there was not a boring point in the show. Like, it, it kept moving. And I love it when a show uh, moves to the point to where um, – Things that we looked at as second tier uh, storylines actually become a first uh, storyline. Uh, Sheamus and and Drew McIntyre back doing doing it big, and uh, the Sea of Viking Raiders perform at a high level uh, last night. I mean, it was it was a busy night. It definitely was. I think one of my favorite things about uh, SmackDown last night, I think what made it really enjoyable was the fact that we were uh, sort of weaving in and out of the stuff with the bloodline. And then on top of that, we were weaving in and out with the stuff with the tag team tournament. So we were getting a really nice flow to the show. But I want to go ahead and start us off by talking about everything that went down with the bloodline, because this has been one of the hottest stories, you know, in wrestling, in WWE going right now. Exactly, exactly. 
So uh, let's talk about it because there's a lot here. Uh, so on SmackDown, uh, we kind of saw that in the beginning of the show, Roman Reigns, he dissed Sami Zayn. He didn't want to give him a fist bump. And this led to a screaming match backstage at the mention of Kevin Owens' name with uh, Roman Reigns yelling at Sami Zayn, telling him to get out of the room. It is then later on that Paul Heyman basically talks Roman Reigns into keeping Sami Zayn close, really only because he's heading into this match at Royal Rumble against Kevin Owens. And then we kind of saw them, you know, quote unquote, at the same on the same page. We ended the night with the contract signing with Kevin Owens putting Roman Reigns through the table. So, Mark, my question to you here is, how did you feel at the start of the show? And how did you feel at the end of the show in regards to the bloodline when you first saw Roman Reigns get really upset at Sami Zayn? And are you, who, who's, who do you think is going to turn on who? Do you think it's going to be the bloodline to Sami Zayn? Or is it going to be a surprise with Sami Zayn to the bloodline? That, that is a great question. That's a great question. But before I answer that question, I'm going to hit you with this. When are there going to be Oscars and Emmys <laughs> for pro wrestling? Because this is big time drama. This is big time television. And you 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 don't get this on the just on the soaps and on nighttime uh dramas. Um Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn, the the facial expression, the flexion in the voices, the the everybody, nobody in pro wrestling wants to see Sami Zayn kicked out of the bloodline. I I've, I got a, a sick feeling in my stomach. It emotionally affected me last night. The thought of Sami being Roman being pissed enough to kick him. I was like, oh, no, 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 don't do this. I'm talking to myself. I turned into my grandmother. (laughs) I turned into my grandmother. My grandmother, would, she would talk through the rest. Don't do it. Don't do it, please. (laughs) And now here I am. But but You need to do a watch along now, Mark. We need to see you reacting to this. (laughs) You know what? If if the fans got to see me watch wrestling, they would be so disappointed in me because I, I not only do I react like a fan, but I'm constantly like drinking something or eating something. I'm a popcorn muncher. And they would be like, hey, Mark, won't you pull the microphone away from your face? Because we are hearing a lot of crunching and smacking noises. But um, nonetheless, um, I, I I was just, man, I was affected by w- the things you're saying. Not giving the fist bump just made me put my hands on my head and go, no, no, it's too soon. <laughs> it, it just bothered the hell out of me. And it was wonderful to see Paul Heyman turn to Roman and go, um, my tribal chief. Uh, you know that I, I respect your decisions and and in the and the and the full emotion of it, man, that's high level acting. That's high level performance. And I was 
I was watching it, and in the in the it was real to me. And I know I sound like that guy in that was at the the Louisville the Ohio, Ohio Valley. It's real to me, damn it. Like, yeah, I, it was real to me. And I know that anybody that's a fan that's been in suspended belief will understand what I'm saying is I know wrestling. I got a PhD in wrestling. And whenever you can get me to start folding my arms and <laughs> reacting, it's great. We, we, we got to push for this. And it can't be me. Nobody give a shit about what I say. It's the fans. It's the people that pay all their money to to go to all of these shows. And you you want to see yourself, you want to see your reflection in the big award ceremonies. And you don't have to say it overall, but can we can we get a category? We need Best it. We need to like get a petition a going. Saga? Let's go. Yes. Let's do this. Me and yes, you, I agree. Denise, Let's start it. Come you. on. We'll go pep rally outside, have a sign. We'll start going for it, man. Get the petition going. I'll march. I'm sure we'll get it going. But I don't blame you though, Mark, because honestly, it, I felt the same way when Roman Reigns. Here's the thing about Sami Zayn, and this is why I think this is all working so well, is because the character, it's so relatable. And this may be a very silly comparison, but it's it's the one that I feel just makes my point very clear is to me Sami Zayn has like a very how do I say this he's he reminds me of Spongebob now I don't know if you watch Spongebob or watched Spongebob but Spongebob when he's sad oh you feel sad for him when he's happy you feel happy for him and that to me is Sami Zayn Sami Zayn when he's when he's sadder when he's like in a moment where you know he's he's being dissed by Roman Reigns but and then when he's really happy when he's becoming an honorary ooze you go along the ride with him and so even though we know the breakup is inevitable and it's coming uh we're sort of on the edge of our seats we where when roman rain snaps you feel it listen i'm not gonna co-sign for the spongebob <laughs> thing uh there's somebody <laughs> else out there i'm sure that there's gonna be some callers and we're gonna get to y'all i know y'all are on the line like uh, we see you uh but we listen i'm y'all taking a task I'm not I'm not doing it. I'm not co-signing it with the SpongeBob. But I do feel this. Every moving part is doing a hell of a job. The hand slaps getting out of the car, everybody got a different handshake. The fist bump with Roman for acknowledgement and approval. Paul Heyman and his counsel and the reactions that he has with Roman uh, Sokoa not selling Sammy still on the fence. Uh, but, I mean, it's just there are like five or six layered thing. The Usos, how they have bought into Sammy now. He is one of them. Like, man, it, it is it's, it's great television. And, and it's oh. not just the matches. They having great matches. But it's not the matches. It's not the wars that they're having with the other tags. It's not the singles matches that that Roman is having with um, with with all all comers. Like Sokoa, it, it, it's beautiful to me that 
he's taking on a lot of Eki or uh, um, he's taking on a lot of of the 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 spike from Umaga and the 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 jumping running uh, butt smash in the corner. Like I, it makes me feel good because I love Umaga. And he was he was he was good to me, and I was we had a lot of fun together, and to see him take on that, it emotionally makes you want to follow the guy, for a lack of a better term. So like emotionally wise, like the the bloodline uh, could it's slowly approaching the top faction of all time with me, and there was a time when I didn't feel that way. I never thought nothing would be better than the Freebirds. I never thought nothing would be better than DX or the Nation. I mean, you you can go on and on. And that's good. I feel like we need that, you know? Yeah, the pro wrestling needs it. Not just WWE. The whole world of pro wrestling needs to acknowledge the fact that um, they are doing something that is very rare and hard to do. It's very so, hard to do. Mark, I do have a theory and I want to get your idea on Come it. On now, and bring hopefully, it, bring it. Hope, hopefully it doesn't get shot down like SpongeBob. But no, here's the thing, Mark. So like I mentioned earlier, you know, I kind of found myself going back and forth. where like, oh, my God, it's the bloodline. It's going to turn on Sammy. No, it's going to be Sammy that turns on the bloodline. Now, I, I feel like there's a big component to this that just yesterday, it really hit me where I feel we may not be talking about this person enough. And the reason I mentioned this now, I haven't fully ironed out the details of this theory, but I really do think that we are underestimating Paul Heyman in this. We have been seeing a lot of these interactions between Paul Heyman and Sami Zayn that part of me wonders just what if, and keep in mind that Paul Heyman was the one that told Roman Reigns, you know what? It's better to keep him close in this situation. What if Paul Heyman is in cahoots with Sami Zayn? That's, I, I, again, I haven't fully ironed out the details yet to my theory, but something is telling me that there's more to be paying attention to there in regards to the specific relationship between Paul Heyman and Sami Zayn. Do you think I'm far off here? Uh, what's the vibe with that one? You would not be wrong. You would not be wrong. I look at it like Paul Heyman has attached his wagon to the next guy for the last 20 years. You can go from punk to right now him with Roman and Brock Lesnar's and everybody that came in between. And Sammy is right now the closest guy to emotionally being able to captivate the business. Just like he did during COVID, Sammy was the savior of WWE. He was the best promo in the WWE at that time, and he was the guy that was making you tune in to see every week what is he going to say and do next. Sammy can do it. He's proved it. So why not? Why not? I'm I'm all for it. Sign me up. 
Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. This is BVK for Ocean City Tourism, OCMD Streaming Audio. On March 11th, 2024, the title of the spot is STSA Leisure Summer. This is a 30-second composite stereo streaming audio mix. Get away with friends to the laid-back Maryland coast, where you can catch up while casting off and hang 10 while hanging out, where a day on board is never boring. And full throttle is half the fun. Where you can sink a putt, raise a glass, and there's always room for one more round. Ocean City, Maryland. Somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up Podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers.
Bray Wyatt has sort of been a, I would say, controversial topic amongst the wrestling community because you either love what he's doing or you don't. And we saw the return after uh, LA Knight had a quick squash match. Following this, we saw the Firefly Funhouse appear on the big screen. There's Bray Wyatt. He's there with all of his friends, you know, throwing shots at LA Knight's name, which I agree with. And uh, even calling him as uh, his little his rabbit calls him the Miz but with muscles to, in regards to LA Knight we even get a video interruption with Uncle Howdy and so with all of this being said it's back Mark did you expect to see the return of the Firefly Funhouse and if so what did you think um like I, I thought it was like uh, I thought it was a good deal because uh, you need confusion, and you need to have more layers to this. Now, how about maybe next week we get Bray Wyatt coming out, and I apologize. Like, I don't know what happened. Um, you know, that the Firefly Funhouse is where it should be, uh, put in boxes and dusty and, and, and stowed away. I want to make a name for myself as myself and with the people and be that guy. And then that Uncle Howdy goes, you can't run from this. You are who you are. And, and, and let it keep building. I want, I want him to be schizophrenic. I want him to be off. And I think that last night, the people that kind of jumped on it like, oh, oh, let's don't go back there. Those people, that's a knee-jerk reaction. You can't, you, this pro wrestling. You can't have a knee-jerk reaction in pro wrestling. You, like, that's, that's, that's wrestling 101. Don't, don't just react to the first thing that happens. Come on, guys. Stop hating. So, got, I got to tell got you, the Mark. Firefly Funhouse back. I was entertained as hell. So here's my thing. I was a little bit 50-50 on this one here, okay? And this is my Ooh. real honest-to-God opinion here. And that is that when the Firefly Funhouse popped up, I my knee-jerk reaction was, oh, I was not, you know, I wasn't expecting this. I, I, I thought that we were going an entirely new direction in terms of what we might expect from Bray Wyatt. Now, I'm going to be real. I haven't really been enjoying a lot of what we've been seeing the last couple of weeks in regards to Bray Wyatt, because um, I feel like a lot of it has been very prolonged, very, very slow burn type of deal. And although I love the concept and the idea behind it, and like you mentioned, him maybe having, uh, you know, an identity issue, uh, the whole mysterious factor that, you know, Uncle Howdy brings into all of this. I like the whole concept. I just don't like when we get weeks where it's a whole lot of nothing, where we just have somebody come out. And, you know, there was one moment where we just had Uncle Howdy come out and laugh. To me, I feel like the concept is there, but a lot of what's been going on week to week has felt like filler. So when the Firefly Funhouse popped up, my thing was, okay, at least we're doing something that feels a little bit, um, you know, 
I don't want to say different because we know the Firefly Funhouse, but different to this new version that we've been seeing this since Bray Wyatt has came back. It feels like with the Firefly Funhouse, like, okay, we're getting things moving. We're going, we're actually doing something a little bit different than we have the past few weeks. But when you compare it to, you know, prior, I love the Firefly Funhouse, but at the same time, I was expecting to see um, just a lot more in terms of new stuff for Bray Wyatt, maybe some new concepts and some newer ideas. So, so what, what do you think about this? Uh, I, I think that that's, that's fine and good, but <clears throat> the biggest thing that was a problem was the supernatural. People hated the supernatural. Now you don't have the supernatural element. Now you have a, a, a mental illness, if you will. You know, I don't like the term crazy. Like I, I like the 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 schizophrenic, the the uh, him him being confused in his own head and not knowing who he is because I've seen that in real life, and a lot of people have, and I don't think they're gonna poke fun at it. I think they're gonna bring a lot of awareness to people that have mental issues, and if they do that in an entertaining way, they're helping society. And that's what pro wrestling is. We're, we're, we're art imitating life, but we also are an entertainment business. We want people to be entertained by what we're seeing. And I think that Bray Wyatt being confused and, and, and really a little bit off is going to be good for that character and not go the supernatural route. Hey everyone, Jen Piacenti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app free for most subscribers. And I do want to go ahead and kind of uh, ch chime in a little bit on the whole Brian Cage, uh, Willie Mack match, because uh, Willie Mack is somebody that I feel, you know, he, as you know, as you mentioned, he has been, man, he has been hustling. I, you know, yep. I recall watching him in the Indies, you know, way back when and seeing him on the most random shows that you can think of. And I was always wondering, you know, man, like we really need to see Willie Mack on a bigger stage. We need to see him on a bigger stage. You know, granted, we got to see him do a lot of great stuff over an impact. I love so much that he did with Rich Swan. Uh, I thought there was a lot of good there. And when he left impact, uh, I remember I did a brief interview with him at at uh, Triple Mania in Mexico City for AAA. And I remember, you know, talking to him about, you know, why he decided to leave and all of that. And just kind of going from him talking to me about wanting to have more of the freedom to, you know, really come up with his own schedule and do things. And since the last
last time that we spoke, which was not, not that long ago, you know, I've been seeing him again, continuing to hustle. I got to see him in GCW, absolutely kill it. And then, you know, he was on AW Dark and he got such a phenomenal reaction, of course, because it was in Los Angeles and, you know, he uh, represents South Central and all of that. And then getting to see him have this match on Rampage, it was kind of cool to really just see that, you know, knowing how much work he's put in already into the business, how many years of work and to get this opportunity. I really hope that he's somebody that I see, um, you know, I know that the AEW roster is pretty, you know, full up and whatnot, but I would really like to see Willie Mack uh, as a featured act for Ring of Honor. Man, I was just about to say, I would love to see him on ROH. Like, I mean, he's a, a, a leader. Uh, I think he would be a, he's a good locker room addition. Um, he's fun loving and he don't mind getting in and working with the young people. And, and, and that's, that, that means a lot to me because, um, that means he's trying to give as well as, uh, as, as, as take in, in making a living. Exactly, exactly. And I even asked him too, like, you know, what is it about this, you know, that keeps you going? And one of the things that he mentioned is, you know, it's up to me every single day I wake up and, you know, whether or not I get out of bed is how I'm going to make my money. And that really stuck with me the way that he phrased it. He phrased it a lot better, but that's just like a little bit of paraphrasing. But I do want to talk about Action Andretti and Daniel Garcia, because Mark, uh, yesterday when I was watching Action Andretti and granted, you know, that big moment that he had with Chris Jericho when he defeated him, that was massive and he got so over within those couple of minutes in that match with the audience and but it was really for me watching him in this match with Daniel Garcia that I kind of started piecing things together in terms of why personally I'm you know starting to become a real fan of Action Andretti given you know I've only seen him a couple of times but for me I, he really reminds me of a, of a young AJ Styles, not in the copycat sense of way, but in the more of like him being influenced by, you know, young AJ Styles. So I'm curious to see what your thoughts are on that. <clears throat> Listen, I had a conversation with Prince Nana at breakfast Wednesday, and I told him exactly the same Ooh. thing. Look Reviving. at you. We're vibing, We're vibing. We're vibing. We're vibing. <laughs> Listen, I said it. This is crazy. He but you reminds see, like, me you of AJ Styles. Yes. And, and, and maybe, it's not in a bad way at all. It's intentional. Yeah. It's not like he's copying. Right, exactly. No, you just see the there's influence. There's somebody in pro wrestling right now that I feel like is copying too much. And I, it's hard for me to get behind him. But with him... He's not copying. He's um, he's doing his own things. Uh, I do want to see. Um, uh, I have my critiques as well as my pats on the back. But that's all going to get worked out because he listens. He's one of those guys that you tell him once and he goes out and tries to change it. And then he'll come back to you and go, hey, what did you think? Did where'd you see my match? And I was like, no, nah, I didn't see it. And he'd be like, oh, and nah, I'm, I'm playing. I saw it. Uh, you need to change this. And you change. But that's you got to build a relationship and a rapport with these young guys so they don't feel like you're judging them, that you're trying to help them. And he's of one course. of those that really want to learn. He really wants to be good. 
Yeah. And that's the thing too. Like, you know, obviously he's doing a lot of that, you know, high flying stuff, but uh, he's also standing out in terms of being a different type of high flyer where like, I wouldn't, you know, obviously Bandito's a high flyer, but there are different types. And I think that's part of the reason why I think that uh, Action Andretti is, you know, bound to have a pretty, a pretty great future if he keeps going the way that he's going. And obviously, like you said, taking those critiques that, you know, continuing to build from where he's at right now. But it is one of the things that like yesterday, I started to think like, this is it. Like, we're going to get to see the rise of Action Andretti in this business. And, you know, we're starting to, you know, see the start of it. Yeah, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing him wrestle some of the big guys. He's wrestled guys that are more his size right now in uh, Chris Jericho and Daniel Garcia. But what's what's going to happen when he, he gets in there with Wardlow or Hobbs or, you know, one of those big guys, you know, I mean, I, I – I want to see him um, take a page from Rey Mysterio and and be able to outthink a guy rather than beat a guy. And that's storytelling. That is That requires uh, you looking at the history of pro wrestling of guys that were that size and being able to implement the things that they did to win, which requires study, and it requires him to be cunning. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Mary Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen. And... Sirius XM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rebus. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.